Welcome to Verbal Art, a podcast where we talk about artsy stuff in different locations. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is Verbal Art with Senia Ram. This podcast where I try to uh, turn visual art and physical spaces into um, audio experience with the help of some of the many creative people in my life. So today we are here in Helsinki in Lionsalo with uh, Tommy Passanen and Toivo Heikimäki. Heinimäki. Heinimäki. I'm sorry. All the Finnish names are always a little bit funny in my brain. That's really funny. <laughs> and also we don't really know each other, so this is new. Oh, and now we get the rain. So this is the first uh, outdoor recording we have so far in this uh, podcast series. And now we will have the rain sound. That's really interesting. I'm quite. No, I actually. Yeah, think yeah, that's it's nice. ambient. Ambient. Yeah. Yeah. So hi guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. We are here in your uh, pop-up exhibition outdoors, kind of. We're in this little shed by a football field. Uh, can you explain about the space? Yeah, this is old football field from maybe 60s, 70s. And then there is this uh, changing room, uh, which has only three uh, walls. walls, and so it's not, in fact, this kind of old-fashioned changing room that you would be able to change all, all your clothes. This is more for changing your skates when ice skating during winter, and that's the uh, action that this is most used. This field. Yeah, it's nowadays. like a, a little shed overlooking this like a uh, local football field. So it's not like a real proper football field. It's more this like gravel space with two goals uh, surrounded by trees. And then we are in this little open shed uh, with benches and uh, yeah, you can look at the football while sitting uh, dry from the rain like we are right now. Yeah. Um, and we don't know how it sounds there. <laughs> uh, no, we don't know how disturbing it will be yet on the recording but we will see it's okay like that is part of this podcast series that you get the space so in some places uh, there's like really annoying ventilation systems or mm. you know street traffic or mm. something and that's like part of the experience mm. um and can you explain about like lion salo is an island salo uh i don't know what this means lion salo uh lion is white and salo is, uh, do you know what it is? I don't know what is salo. Laya, like broad? Yeah, right? broad, broad, yeah. white, yeah. And salo is, uh, isn't the shape of uh, earth that goes to sea. It's the shape of the shore. Oh, wow, okay. Isn't it? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> salo, <laughs> it's right, quite common uh, part of name in Finnish. There is lots of salos. And then there is one salo, which is only salo. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know what salo means. I'm making. I haven't been. I'm pretty sure salo is something, but I, I I really have to Google it now. I'm sorry for the click sounds in the recording, but I just have to like adjust the mic level of the Zoom recorder. I hope it won't disturb too much. Yeah. So basically, um, the Helsinki region comprises a lot of small islands, and so we are in one of these small islands now in the east of Helsinki. Mm. And uh, Tommy, you used to live here. 
Yep. Just very yep. close. Uh, what about you, Tom? Do you have like a relationship with this place? Uh, not like Tommy has. I I have never been living there, and I haven't been living in Eastern Helsinki. I'm I was raised in Northern Helsinki, and now I'm living in Capilla. Okay. Yeah, I used to live in Capilla. It's it's pretty nice place. I. Uh, when I was studying in Lahti, I lived in Lahti, and then when I came back to Helsinki from Lahti, I moved straight to Capula, and then uh, after this, I've been living in three different apartments in Capula. Okay, nice. And so, um, have you any of you played sports here in this field? Yes, yes. For last four years, I was playing ice hockey here, and that's why this changing room shed is so familiar to me, mm -hmm. and that's. Uh, and then I realized when this was not in use during summers that this would be a nice place for this kind of pop-up gallery takeover. Take over. Because no one plays football here. No, anymore. no, no. Because there's a new sports field uh, 500 meters closer to the center of Laisala. So all the youngsters and kids are playing in the local club nowadays there. But they used this used to be a playground for, for Laisala. Pallasera, which is the local football team, their kids training for, but not anymore. So basically, who uses this shed now? Uh, In summertime, I think it's more like uh, youngsters just hanging around here, maybe smoking cigarettes. And in in winter time, it's still in the sports field use when people are playing hockey here or just skating. But in summertime. It's not used as a for sports. Yeah, it's a bit like a schoolyard during the summer that kids are and youngsters are hanging there, smoking cigarettes and maybe drinking beer. Yeah, because we're a little bit in like a suburban area of Helsinki, yeah. uh, so it's mostly just like big apartment blocks here and uh, and some forest because like everywhere in Helsinki is so much nature. Mm. And the shed is like it's in good condition, but you can still feel that it's old. Um, and like made from wood, but you guys have painted the walls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're dark purple now. It's a really nice yeah, color. Yeah, they used to be the original color was petrol blue, and then we went to this uh, shop where you can paint the rautakappa, and we took a piece of the wall with us, and then we showed it to the paint maker there, and then he gave us this color, which is completely different than the original color. So you wanted to but paint the original color, but just like freshen it up? Yeah, yeah, and there was lots of graffitis on the wall, so we wanted to uh, make them more clean for our works, that they are not uh, that you can focus more to the works that we bring here, that not the mm -hmm. text, because when you are human <laughs> capable of reading then you of course read everything every writings on the wall so we thought it's better to clean them in that manner and also because you brought quite many small works uh, to combine so I understand if there had been a lot of like uh, visual noise mm. in the walls mm. it would have uh, taken some focus mm. away yeah but that's really funny that they were so bad at mixing the painting color yeah. because like I you have kept like about there's this one lamp on the wall in the shed and so you have kept like a one line of the blue original color around the lamp. Was that so you could see the difference? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this whole experience of painting the shed becomes like part of the installation. Yeah, and uh, from the start of this project, I think the 
coming here and making the exhibition there is a really big part of the exhibition, not only the works in the walls. Yeah, but the whole the, experience yeah. of, of working in the space here. Yeah. Did you ask anyone permission or did you just do all this? When, when we made the grant application, uh, because, well, let's go a little bit back. How we got the, got the idea, it was maybe more as a joke when Tommy asked me a couple of years ago that we could maybe make an exhibition there. And then we maybe a couple of times talk about it, but we never did it. But then uh, in, uh, in last spring, we saw that there is this uh, micro grants for uh, cultural things in Helsinki that you can ask 500 or 1000 euros for some project that happens in the city space and it's free for uh, Helsinki people. Mm. And then we realized that, oh, we have this like a little joke exhibition that we've been talking about and that could maybe fit quite well in what they were asking. And then we applied the grant and got it. So that's how this exhibition happened just, uh, just in this summer. And uh, yeah. so we, we kind of oh, we have a grant, but we don't have uh, permission. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't ask from the sports services of the city that if we could use this. If shed. you could paint the walls, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you have uh, put some screws in the walls and yeah. some shelves and stuff. So but the city knows we are here, but they don't maybe know how much we changed the <laughs> <laughs> things here. Yeah. Um, and. Um, how did you decide what to exhibit here? Are all the works made uh, specifically for this exhibition, or is it like uh, did you gather like previous works and decide to put them here? Uh, well, both. There are a few previous works we have made uh, individually. Toi was a photographer, and I'm a painter, so there's two of my paintings that I have made earlier, and then there's few of Toi's photos that he has made earlier, and then we were in my father's farm in Espoo for two weeks, although I was not there whole time, but we were doing some stuff particularly for this exhibition. That we wanted to do something together because we have not we've we have known each other for over ten years, but we haven't done anything in the arts field together. So we wanted we've to made zines and uh, happenings, uh, but not an exhibition or, or some like like a official yeah, yeah. Art, fine, fine art stuff so we want to also do some some pieces together and what you also told me when I was here at the opening uh, two days ago was that you actually never had a conversation about the arts or your projects together yeah. in this way so I thought wow how fortunate to be able to have the first conversation about a 10-year collaboration <laughs> live on the podcast mm. well not really yeah. live since yeah. it's yeah. podcast is pre-recorded yeah. but still yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was very exclusive yeah yeah it was somehow really easy going the whole process we didn't talk about the thematic part of this uh, taking over of the shed or anything we were just doing how we both felt that is a nice way to do art and then it was somehow really then it fit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really hope this thunder is making it into the recording. We have yeah. this crazy red weather right now. It's summer, the sun is blasting, but now it's thunder at the same time. Like wow. <laughs> but we both uh, are into uh, visual arts that uh, happens uh, in uh, in a city space or or somehow takes the city space with the art so 
So even we haven't talked about the team so much, it's like we we know each other that well that it's the, there is this uh, same interest in in the in the spaces and place like this. It's it's not. I wouldn't say it's. Uh, this is not a. Uh, uh, well, like the Laajasalo, it's not a suburb, but it's not a. It's not. A, uh, like downtown Helsinki or anything. Uh, it's, it's like uh, in between. Uh, yeah. I mean, coming from a, being a city child, this feels very suburban. Yeah. But I know that like the suburbs of Helsinki Street stretch very, very far. So of yeah. course we are still quite close to the city. Yeah. But, but uh, and at the same time, this is so there is so much nature and and uh, mm -hmm. it feels it doesn't feel like a suburb as a way. I think suburb uh, is called called when the, there is a metro line and people going it's it's more like a, a easy going suburb mm, <laughs> you know, yeah yeah so yeah because this is kind of like public art this could be classified as public art because mm. it's in an outdoor public space but then it is like out of the way in a way that like not a lot of people are gonna accidentally walk into this exhibition some people but not that many so yeah. that's really interesting that you have like made public art in this like secluded corner of the public space and um, so i don't know do you like this idea that it's a little bit secret or accidental or i don't know what to call it yeah i, I think that's a good uh, good word the accidental because i don't think uh we want it to be secret but more like uh that, that people would think like, whoa, why why it's in this place? I mean, <laughs> and many people here have said like, uh, living uh, in houses next to this place, that that wow, we we would never <laughs> uh, think that there in this place would happen something like a visual arts exhibition, oh, yeah. and they've been really uh, in a happy way. Uh, how could I say it in English? Like. Uh, Riamastunut. I don't know the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like yeah. the people who live here, a lot of them have come to visit. Yeah. Did they know about it before, or did they just take a walk and saw, see it? There is lots of dogs living there, so yeah. people are uh, oh, yeah, on a walk with the dogs, and they are coming here. Yeah, but we also had, we also did advertising the Facebook group of Lasella. Ciao. Ciao. We are making a podcast. Yeah, we are recording an yeah. interview. Oh, okay. We have visitors who brought music. <laughs> are they friends who wanted yeah. to see the exhibition? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were here earlier. They went to play basketball to the court next oh, yeah. yeah. So they already saw, so yeah. we can oh, yeah. stay there. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the actual works in here, because now we have uh, been a lot in the space, but people have no idea what you actually hey, exhibited hey, here. Hey, hey, kiitos. What up? Uh, so, how many pieces in total did you bring here? Well, we, we don't know. <laughs> we, we didn't count, but uh, approximately 15. But they're quite small. But they're, they're quite small, and then we uh, didn't put or uh, we didn't hang everything. We we just came here with a st uh, stack or pile of works, and then we hang there here and. You just then brought so a screwdriver and just yeah, like put then, up some things. Yeah, and then saw what felt like left over and then... Mm. Yeah, some of the pieces are like small singular pieces of wood that have been like uh, placed just laying on the wooden bench here. And you have maybe painted the wood or mm, there are broken pieces of like uh, these road uh, tiles. I don't know if it's called tiles, but like mm. stones mm. that you use for 
creating pathways to walk on and so broken pieces like this and they're like laid sculpturally around and other of the pieces are actual photographs mounted on the wall or or small paintings um, and like small wooden uh, paintings I would call them or like assembled mm. wood pieces yeah, yeah. Kind these, of, uh, these stuffs uh, which are now the sculptures there uh, started as we we were because there is in Finland there is this uh, thing that people are hanging summer exhibitions and summer exhibition is something that's uh, maybe a little bit easygoing version than some gallery exhibition. In, in summer exhibitions there is no themes maybe and it's more like you just put something on the wall because you think it's it looks good. So so for me, I don't know if Tommy agrees, but I think the first thing we, we were thinking, like uh, Tommy uh, brings some paintings and I bring some photography and we make uh, together these pieces to be a part of the like the exhibition architecture. And we made this uh, stuff that we could use uh, with the with the paintings and photography, and maybe hang the paintings and photography in these wooden things. But then we realized that it doesn't work. the The paintings and the photo photographies didn't fit so well with this. So then, but we already made these uh, sculptures, so we then use them as a sculptures, not as a <laughs> architectural <laughs> things. Or shelves, they were kind of... And yeah. what we are talking about right now, calling shelves or sculptures, mm -hmm. what Toivo just was sitting with in his hand, is basically just small painted pieces of wood. Like one is yellow, one is uh, a reddish color. Some and these are also... There is and some tiny ones, and yeah. Okay, so you brought them as to be part of like a mounting architectural thing but then you didn't want to toss them you wanted to include them since they were made for this yeah yeah and uh, the material is this uh, lista in Finnish so it means the when you have a, a wall, wall and a floor in your apartment so mm. there's the small wooden line between them so that's the material yeah. we're ah, using yeah, okay. yeah. <coughs> and how do you source your materials like do you buy stuff or is it all set like recycled just found objects or do you have a method mm -hmm. i think like 80 percent is found and then there is some uh something some, some things we have to buy like this uh, plexiglass but also the plexiglass is like uh uh uliyama. what is so like? over uh, over and okay the plexiglass is like um, protective uh, in front of the photographs so is it part of the work or is it just to protect the photographs from the outdoor environment in this case it's part of the work because there is also this uh, 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 list <laughs> yeah small wooden uh, lists pieces on the side of the photograph yeah. yeah there are a lot of like tiny details here that you have to go quite close to realize and they might seem yeah accidental or like random but there is like quite a red thread through the exhibition of it that you have all these tiny pieces like here and there so that's nice i mean i would say that all of the, the works here fit quite well together there is a graphic pattern feel to all of them somehow it's a lot of like lines and yeah um uh, broken feel of broken 
graphical print or yeah. yeah. And also because we knew the spot beforehand, like we 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 said we choose the place mm. and we like the atmosphere of the place because it's not so clean. So the the feel of the place comes to the works also. Yeah, because also we are sitting here on the floor are these like a wooden planks so there's the stripes and then in the ceiling there is like a tarp as incorporated in the ceiling but it's quite broken so you can see these other wooden planks like looking out and so did you create the works so that they really were speaking with the patterns that are already here yeah like these uh, frescoes we made uh, because we wanted to put something in this uh, there's uh, a metal beam there like this long metal not a rod but like a beam that is part of uh, the, the bearing construction of the ceiling. Yeah. And you have placed four little tiles on there where you have painted green and blue stripes on them. Yeah. yeah. So for this, we we, knew, we were quite sure that they are coming there. Okay, so you use this shelf for some yeah. specific. Yeah. That's nice. And then on the outside of the shed, on one side is a painting, and on the other side is this little uh, shelf that you said mm. you have made for putting a mock, yeah, or mock, a mock cup, holder, yeah. cup holder and that one I didn't even realize until today I didn't see it at the opening it, because it was only because when you said the secretness in this yeah. so it was only work that we made because it was quite a the idea came in a quite late to put it there and then we were thinking like should we put it or not and then we were like well let's put it there and it's it's half a mug holder and half a work like yeah yeah like, but we wanted to still put it there yeah. so. but i would also say that it's half of uh, as a it's a kind of a gift for this shed or this field because we will leave it there other works we will take with us mm. and then that's because it's a sports field it's kind of logic that you have some spot to put your water bottle on yeah. so it's kind of gift for this and it kind of it's it's like a small half painted piece of wood and it's painted in the same color as the outdoor mm. of the shed just like white and so it looks a little bit like the people who built the shed just like left this piece mm. sticking out or mm. i don't know yeah it's nice i like secret art like mm. this that like talks to the place with yeah like there's yeah. easter eggs in video games <laughs> exactly. there's one easter egg in this exhibition yeah exactly and and i don't know these little subtle um comments or poetic gestures that you can leave around yeah but yeah so the rest of the works you you are not going to leave here you don't even leave them in the night right you pack them down and put them up every day yeah yeah, yeah. So good thing it's only three days of exhibition, or yeah. it would be a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of also the concept of summer exhibition that we also don't want to work or invigilate the <laughs> exhibition too much. Yeah. This loose and, and cozy and chill way to have an exhibition. Yeah, for the listener, invigilating is the fancy word we use for when you have to be the one sitting in the exhibition to keep the door open. Um, and yeah, when you have a, your own exhibition, usually you have to invigilate it. So that means it's like full-time job to sit in a gallery every day and it can be really boring. <laughs> <laughs> but in here, it's been nice two days because there is the football field next to it, so. And we are outdoors, <laughs> we're sitting yeah. in the sun, yeah. 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 But that's really nice. And that's, that's, that's nice, a little, little thing here that there is this text in the sports field that the whole field is only for uh, sports because there has been problems that people with uh, like uh, cars and uh, motorbikes they've been driving in the field 
So they made this text that this field is only for sports. So now when we've had the exhibition, we've had also a football here. So if something somebody comes ask what we are doing here, we have the ball. So it's, <laughs> just it's sports. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very funny. <laughs> um, from all the pieces here, which ones are your personal favorites? Do you have one each mm. or a few? Well, there is only one with the name, so that would be, we can maybe highlight that one. <laughs> it's, it's this sculpture. Uh, okay, that one has a name? Yeah. Like on the piece? No, no. It's, but it, it's just, ah, it has a title. It has a title? Yeah. yeah. Aha, what is it called? It's called Oita, and Oita is a neighborhood in Espo, and that's where my father lives, and that's why it's called Oita, is because the materials are from, are from my father's farm. They are, he is piece of his fence and piece of his this yeah, the tile that you use for the, the these yeah. stones that you make walking pathways with yeah and yeah Espo for those who don't know is like a, a region in West Helsinki um, yeah and so what you did was you found a broken piece of these like uh, this stone that you walk on, which has like a little bit of like a grid pattern. Uh, exactly, it's a, it was a it was a piece of it, and then we broke it. Ah, yeah. uh, it was not broken yeah. already, uh, or yeah. you actually broke it. Yeah, yeah. and that was the well, the cooperation in that work was so that Toivo broke the tile, and then I made the matching wooden piece to it. Yeah, so you have like um, you have broken piece of stone, flat stone, and then you have like. Uh, recreated the broken part from a white piece of wooden fence where you have then um, created this like grid pattern on top mm. as well so it fits was it difficult to to make it fit with the broken line of the stone which yeah. is not straight <laughs> yeah of course it took some some time <laughs> it was so well it was one day job so it wasn't too too crazy but yeah of course it took some, some time yeah but like like we found the materials from Espo, but then how well this white wood fits with the with with this box, I think it's pretty pretty yeah yeah pretty well. Like we didn't realize in Espo that it would fit that well here. I'm happy you yeah. highlighted that one because that is my favorite in the exhibition. <laughs> and actually, you have two of them. Yeah. Uh, the other one is hanging on the wall. Like you have created a shelf with it, putting some shelf. Um, uh, metal pieces under I don't know what this is called in English and yeah. then there are like little pieces of colored wood on top so is that also from Espo these materials do you have two of the same or is this sourced from somewhere else yeah that was basically the same idea when we started to work with it but then the that piece of uh, stone was broken in too many pieces so we had to also create some other materials to fill the gaps so there's also one piece of fresco in it and that is I really like that part because it uh, brings also kind of the history of painting into that sculpting because fresco technique is so traditional painting technique uh, can you explain it to yeah, the listeners yeah, who don't fre know? so fresco is this uh, painting technique from Italy from is it the 14th century I'm not sure but uh, approximately 6th 600 years old yeah. Six, yeah yeah it's something. like it's from the long tradition of, yeah. of painting from 
yeah, maybe even medieval times, but at yeah. least from Renaissance and stuff. But I think even older. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, this uh, that they paint uh, ceilings of churches. The most famous ones are usually frescoes in Italy, and uh, and the technique is that you have the cement where you uh, soak. What what when you add something and it goes into it? What what is the word? Like there's the the pigment you you put the pigment into the cement mm. when the cement is wet and then the pigment will stay in the cement when it dries. You so that's the yeah. that's the in photography we would say it fix it fix it fix fix fixes <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know if it would be called an infusion or just a mix. Yeah, uh, yeah but fresco is an old um, way of making paint. And painting with before you had all these like oil and acrylic mm. options and yeah. stuff so it's the old did you used to mix it with like egg and stuff and things also no, i don't i don't know that much about the technique in general but uh, i haven't uh, i think you you don't have to use eggs that's okay. egg free that there's only this cement and then pigment and water okay yeah uh, so you have created this pigment yourself and p painted a piece of wood and this is why you call it a fresco yeah so Yes, so the pigment is from our school's uh, mm. leftovers. <laughs> no, well, not leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of leftovers from one course, but but uh, it's there's a huge amount and varieties of pigments in our school, and that's really yeah. Uh, but I think the colors we used was leftover colors in yeah, these ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a nice so mint green. This one, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. somebody had used them before and there was these mm. little cups of the color yeah. left and then yeah. we chose the colors from this yeah. what was available. Oh, okay so you yeah. didn't mix these colors you like it was whatever had been left for you yeah yeah so that was uh, yeah it, it aligns with technique mm. with other works that we used found and stuff yeah but the mixing of the color is just there's just pigment and water so it's really really uh, simple technique and the photographs, what, what is on the photographs, if you can explain to Yeah, I, uh, for me, I took here some photography stuff that uh, in the pictures, there is not any one team in the pictures, but what now when I see myself, the pictures in the wall, I think the city space are also somehow in the, in the pictures, but in a feeling of, uh, summer exhibition, I just wanted to take some pictures that I I somehow thought would fit well in this uh, in, in this space and not think too much about the themes of the photos. But there is uh, one picture from Estonia and others are from Finland. There is, those are from rural Finland, some countryside places and then though this is from Helsinki. Uh, but I think in this in these pictures also the space is uh, in a big role. This is maybe, there is one picture which is a uh, uh, diptych of two pictures and those are quite close-ups and it's more like graphic but then the others are some quite wide spaces that... Uh, yeah, dip diptych means two and so it's like two pictures next to each other, kind of like two uh, cartoon uh, windows or something. And this diptych is like, the one is from the ear from a girl with some piercings in the ear and you can see some leopard on the collar of her shirt. 
some leopard print and uh, a white hoodie. And then next to her is a piece of a stone or rusty metal or something. With I don't know. It's a, it's a wood. And then there is some uh, like ants or some uh, insects had I made. This uh, is what it is. Uh, paths. Okay. Yeah. Like how you have like um, that old wood and then all these like patterns created from, from termites or something. Eating yeah. It. And that's why the space, like, because it's the paths of the these living <laughs> things that they've used to uh, yeah. go in places. So that's why I see it as a city <laughs> space in yeah, a way. Yeah, sure. It's this little infrastructure. And next to it is um, a photo from under a highway Yeah, it's from under Turku, <laughs> Turku Highway, from okay. Helsinki to Turku. So this highway bridge from concrete and then it's a photo from under the bridge with a lot of green and concrete, but you have flipped it. So instead of like, so we're looking at it like... Uh, In 90 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which then creates a different feel of the perspective. And the, like one, the photo from Espo I'm sitting next to is this, uh, well, it's a door handle and a key in a lock. And you can see that the paint on the door has been like, has worn off or around the keyhole. So you can see like the rusty metal behind and the colors are a bit, uh, the colors are strange because it's a negative image. Yeah, exactly. But because the, what is the oven kahva? Uh, door handle. Door handle. Because it's gray and gray as a negative is also gray. So the ah. the handle is quite uh, looking quite normal, but then the other things in the picture are looking negative. Yeah, that's really tricky. Yeah. That's a nice detail. One other photo is like uh, we can look into a shed where there is a painting on the wall. So that is quite interesting. This that's not this shed. It's another shed. Yeah. Where is that? That's from uh, Pohjanmaa, from uh, from uh, Western Finland, uh, in countryside. Uh, it's. Uh, I think that's the most different with these others, and that's why it's here alone. It's in the other side than the other pictures mm. and I took it because uh, somehow I thought it fits quite well with, with Tommy's drawings because there is a pencil drawing in the picture. It's, it's a picture of a pencil drawing and then I made my own pencil drawing in the right side <laughs> of the picture. Oh really? And also I mean yeah, but when you say pencil drawings like it's still it's crayons like it's colored pencils. Yeah. So it's like a it's a picture of art exhibited in a shed, and then you yeah, it's it's hoosey, like where you go. Uh, what is hoosey? Like outdoor like outdoor toilet, toilet. Yeah. like the old yeah. school toilets yeah. where you just like shit in a, a hole into the ground, kind of. But it's made into a little wooden shed. Yeah, yeah. So it's like art exhibited in a sh toilet shed, and then you have taken this like art in a shed and put it as art in another shed. Yeah. I like the <laughs> the meta narrative. <laughs> and who painted the little? painting directly onto the wall? No, they are mine. What is it? Uh, it's just an abstract pattern, but then we also <laughs> afterwards. afterwards that when you check this Gökarenkenta, which is the place where we are now, uh, from Google Maps, there is, as Toivo told earlier, there's this, uh, this uh, tracks or marks when cars and motorbikes and mopeds have been driving on this sandy field. That, that that drawing looks pretty much like that. But you didn't know <laughs> that when you were in the afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taiwo just showed me a Google Earth photo from his phone and the 
the Google Earth image of this football field is where the mopeds and the cars have been driving in circles, so like coin circles in a field, but uh, tire tracks like uh, from playing cool and making like uh, tire burns here in the night. And so this is what Google Earth has saved as the image of this place. Mm -hmm. And yeah. somehow Tommy has made an abstract crayon drawing or painting on the wall that is looking like this. Yeah, yeah. That is quite amazing. <laughs> it's, that yeah, it, it's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's nice. And you're going to leave that one as well? I yeah, 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 that will leave. I'll stay here also, yep. But it's, is it fragile material? Like, will it wash off with water or will uh, it stay here? Uh, well, it's semi-fragile that you can scrub it off scratch it off but not it won't be affected by just if you try to wash it with water that's nice yeah. leaving a little bit of art here but i mean also mm. you painted the space so that mm. is like leaving quite something mm. um there was some teenagers when we was painting this uh, this place and there was some teenage boys and they were really like uh mad from us because there was some graffiti they really liked <laughs> and oh, then we yeah. was like there was this moral part of this project that did we do a bad thing for the guys, for the local guys. But I think it was more like because they just wanted to attention and they wanted to tell, say something to us. So they wanted to say like, why well, you are painting this? Yeah. We like the graffiti there. But that's a really interesting point because the thing is talking about these places that are not art spaces and then claiming them and using them for something different than their purpose and creating arts pop-up spaces. I mean, a place like this has functioned as a local gallery already yeah. for the young kids who paint graffiti and the people who actually use this space. And so you have actually like demolished or destroyed a local uh, underground art space yep. somehow. Yep. And I also see that that we are also uh, kind of giving a new or fresh paper because we are expecting that this would be painted with graffiti pretty soon again so it's kind of this sure. this uh, cat and mice run like it is always with graffiti that they poof and then paint and poof and paint so this is part of the can you explain <laughs> the word poof to poof, people uh, who yeah. don't know <laughs> <laughs> so it means uh, just that the washing of graffiti from the wall so it can be painting over or then uh, sand washing or sand mm. The so you mean like the, the government officials or the city uh, yeah. people, yeah. they clean the spaces yeah. and the walls? Yeah, yeah and it this happens. also because this, this uh, has been cleaned or painted over a few times when I was living next to it. So this is kind of uh, basic situations already, but now it hasn't just been for some reason for maybe two years. It has not happened. Mm. Yeah, but it's so it's not like uh, decades of uh, graffiti history you have uh, destroyed yeah. here. It's yeah. only a few it's, years. It's, yeah, two years yeah, okay. of local graffiti history. Yeah. Because also, I think you have to be careful with these kind of things when you claim something, because we also, we are not against graffiti. We also think it's an essential part of this urban culture. So we don't want to just paint over. And those are the people who actually use this yeah. space the yeah. most, you know? Yeah. They are the ones who claim it and like um, spend time here. Yeah. But it's interesting. Do you feel different about this place now after like working with it? Has it like changed your relationship with the place? Yeah, of course. When you, I think, anywhere you go and then you spend some time there, you will make some sort of relationship to yeah. any place. So of course it happened with this because I've been skating here 
changing my skates here but that's that's kind of it takes two minutes and I've been here for three four days and like physically relating to the walls of the space yeah. and um, you know like approaching it in a different way and looking at the walls in a different way and yeah 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 it's really interesting uh, I don't know I haven't checked the time we are like ah no it's not bad now there is Tommy coming. We are making I'm a podcast here. Yeah, we are recording an interview. Because Tommy bought uh, one work from us and I said he can come and have it around six today. So ah, he bought the Espo photography of the lock? Yeah, yeah. And it's, cool. it's not Espo, it's Estonia. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I missed yeah. Before yeah. I said it correctly. Yeah. Estonia is the neighboring country, kind of, like across the water. And does the it's placed on a piece of this broken like uh, stone that you walk on? Is that part of the work piece or is it just a shelf? Uh, Tommy bought it without okay. without the shelf, but, but in here now now it's one work here. But when now now it's gonna split into. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. difficult to put to on the wall uh, with this. With this piece of rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, it's a standing sculpture. Oh, but that's nice. So it's, where do you want to hang it? I hang it in, in my uh, uh, living room. Living room. Living room. That's nice. It's next to Kalevala. Ah, yeah. Kalevala is like uh, the uh, old folk uh, myth, uh, fairy tale stories of, of Finland. Kind yeah. of. It's this like collection of yeah. Yeah. old folk stories. Hmm. Well, that's really nice. I don't know. Do you want to wrap it up? Is there anything? Because now I don't know if you were in the middle of like uh, business and all. <laughs> uh, but is there something that we have forgotten to talk about that you wanted to include, or was there something you weren't done with, or? I'm. <laughs> I think the the main points of this exhibition were the claiming of the city space and then this uh, taking fine art, which is kind of word I don't like that much. Much that I'm not sure what the fine means in the art and why it's so fine. <laughs> it's very confusing. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as a fine art student, taking the, your work somewhere else than the than the gallery than world, the commercial gallery world mm. and museum world, world, world is is important and is something I will continue. So that this was the first stepping stone of that kind of. Well, you have made public art so. before. You have made like outdoor public murals and stuff, no? Yeah, but I still feel like that was uh, paid. It was commissioned. It was, yeah. yeah. So that's a bit different. So this was something we just wanted to do as. Uh, as a kind of test if we just this is really uh, do-it-yourself exhibition mm -hmm. yeah. and the other thing is the name the Laia Salo summer exhibition we were thinking like is it a bad name or a good name but then uh, then we we took it and now I'm pretty happy that we took it because uh, the theme of the exhibition that it's quite uh, you can take it quite uh, easy and it's relaxed thing that yeah. summer exhibitions are it's like mainly. down to earth uh, yeah yeah which is nice and also your little text you have for the exhibition here is not very long it's not full of all these like fancy art terms yeah. it's very uh, accessible yeah. 
like the exhibition space. So I, I like this point, because also I personally don't really like this whole like gallery institution yeah. world where, where art has to be for people who feel comfortable walking into yeah. these spaces yeah. or, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like yeah. it's fine they exist, all these cultural yeah. institutions, yeah. but but I think it's more interesting in places like this that has their own character yeah. and not just yeah. like white walls. Yeah, and I think that that is also one one point you said that people who feel like they can walk in because me personally as a fine art student I don't feel cozy in the gallery spaces. I feel like I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. So I feel so much uh, or I can it's so much easier to be in the sports field or in the forest and this kind of mixture of them and so that is also something I would like to think in the future that what 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 the accessibility access what is accessibility, accessibility. <laughs> means because it also it's not only physical term it's also so much uh, of a feeling that you have if you can go somewhere if you feel accepted in the space yeah and like that's really an interesting point that this accessibility maybe is not only for the audience uh, ap approach or from that perspective but also from the artist side that like is the gallery space accessible for you to work in yeah. maybe not like because first of all in Helsinki it's super expensive to exhibit in galleries you have to pay rent there and it's not cheap it's like really high rent so already the gallery spaces here are not really accessible yeah. to low-key artists yeah, yeah. or to people who are not interested in doing like big commercial stuff where you have to like uh, the exhibition has to like pay for itself yeah. if you just want to like show some art and have a nice time like pop up invite your friends for the opening these places they are not that many and so it's really um I think it's a really good idea to just like invent them yourself like mm. you have done here mm. to just create them mm. and it's amazing that you have had funding for it yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. is so cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So micro funding micro but still funding. it's something yeah. <laughs> no it's something what did it mm. pay for 500 from yeah, the but like what did you spend the funding on uh, 50 euros went to paint and then uh, we <laughs> most of the uh, we are just trying to uh, uh, live as uh, rich persons. <laughs> so it means that we have been eating in restaurants every day. That's <laughs> been the, the, where the most of the funding has gone, and that uh, that is also really fun or uh, nice time to hang just hang together and then go to restaurants doing the project, and that's. Yeah, I would say we used the money for restaurants. Like we've paint. had, like for this June, uh, uh, July when mm. we've made this, uh, it's been like a, somehow a little residency when we when we were in Espo making that, and we didn't have to uh, think if we can order pizza or not. So you could just splash. Let's <laughs> yeah. order family size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny. And yeah. So, so we bought the paint and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like the high class living of the arts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you have like made many projects together before in diff like different areas of creative output, mm. and this was the first like real exhibition. So um, do you already have plans for the next one? Are you gonna work together again? Yeah, we were thinking that we will continue this kind of series of of summer exhibitions that we will find another spot for next summer 
probably we have time though I was pretty pretty busy with with his projects but we try to find time to to continue this kind of working or pop up uh, gallery spaces yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And other things like we've we've had some parties that uh, are not uh, there. There are like if I would say there is no connection to finance, but we've we've made some parties in Helsinki that we've had a uh, audio system and played music, and we've been the DJs and doing things like that that are in a in some. It's it's more like a, we've been producers, not the artists, and mm. this is one part of this uh, co-work that we've done before but I, without the visual art in the in the project i do a lot of artwork where yeah. like this where i'm just a producer yeah. of, yeah. of larger things yeah. yeah so but i it's still artwork yeah, like, yeah. you know yeah. you can still like create social situations and that can be like a sculpture in itself yeah. this whole yeah social sculpture or like a social curation it's a thing yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, it has been really nice uh, to um, get to talk to you about this exhibition. I'm, I'm happy I made it back to Helsinki in time, uh, mm -hmm. since I was just in Denmark, and that you said yes. I mean, most of this, this podcast series has been planned in this very casual, uh, from day to day way, where I'm like going to some a friend's opening and being like, by the way, would you like to be interviewed for the podcast series for this? And then I come back like the day after or something with the recorder. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much planning, like just an uh, intuitive mm. uh, approach to to archiving something. This is a way yeah. of archiving yeah. mm. this that's, experience. That's why I want to say yeah. thank you for you for archiving yeah. this uh, Helsinki art scene in a audio format because mm. there is not so many many people mm. doing this kind of stuff. So it's really important work. So thank you for that. Sure. Yeah. Well, I have realized that conversation is. Um, is quite a medium of mine. I, mm, I treat mm, it like a medium. Mm, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you to the listeners, uh, to Tommy and Toivo. Uh, I think this this was all for the Lion Thalo uh, summer exhibition. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, ah, yeah. One thing before we forget. Do you have like websites or Instagrams or something where you want people to be able to find your stuff and look at it? Yeah, for me, you can follow in Instagram. My nickname is Toivo123456. <laughs> and I think it's the best way. Because I have a website, but in the Instagram, there is more like uh, behind the scenes stuff. So if you want to follow what I'm doing, Instagram is the best one. I mean, you don't have to share. You can share everything you want. They can also have the website. Well, the website want. is toivoheinimaki.com. Okay. There is installation <laughs> shots, basically. Yeah. yeah, my Instagram is tompsispompsis. So you can find me there also. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope in this like podcast format on online when I upload it that I can actually write all these things because yeah. like, it's so difficult yeah. everyone yeah. saying these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, well thank you. Thank you. Sure. See you, hear you. <laughs> thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.